Welcome to the Beer Podcast. My name's Nick Mins. Uh, on tonight's podcast, I am lucky to be joined by uh, a fellow coach uh, at our football club, Springer FC. Great kid. Uh, really, really good coach. Uh, he's come on today, talk about his experience with uh, mental health, bit of depression, anxiety. Um, Wayne Seaton, nice to have you with us, mate. Thank you very much for taking the time out to come on. Is that it? I, I, I got any music with that intro? No, no. I could do it. I could, I could, I could edit in a drum roll if you want, mate. That would be all right. <laughs> Las Vegas type of stuff. No, uh, now then, mate. How's it going? Yeah, going all right, mate. You know, we're sweet. Back at football, twenty nine. Should be fun. Yeah, that's another thing, isn't it? That's uh, that's creeping up. Is the football? <laughs> Uh, but no, I am. I'm. I'm looking forward to get getting back into it. To be honest, normality yes. and all that type of stuff. You know? I think that's what everybody wants at the minute. It's just that bit of normality, really. Just a little bit of normality. Uh, obviously, kids going back to school first. That's a massive thing. Uh, and then, yeah, hopefully, you know, we should start slowly but surely creeping creeping into the normality, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, the madness. Yeah, yeah whatever, madness whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, the reason I brought Wayne on today is that after I did my my very first podcast, Wayne um, called me the day after, um, and we we kind of had a, a bit of a phone call, didn't we? A bit of a, a bit of a chat about some things, mm-hmm. but it was more for the fact that I think we both kind of said we, you know, we wouldn't have even thought that either of us were going through or had gone through them sort of things. So yeah, Wayne, if you want to just uh, explain a bit about your experience, really. Yeah. Well, you know, just touching on what you just said that I can remember, I can remember uh, obviously hearing the first podcast and I was just in like a bit of shock, really, because, and I think it was the same with me, wasn't you? Yeah. And it was like, like I thought, wow, I didn't, I didn't really know that Nick was going through all this type of stuff, you know, and it, it kind of, uh, it, it did shock me. And I thought, bloody hell, it, it's exactly what I went through. Uh, and basically with me, I think it was 2019, yeah, 2019, uh, September time, I reckon. So around that 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 time. And uh, yeah, with me, uh, I, I did go through like a little bit of a, a little bit of a, an ad, ad, ad patch, a little bit of an ad time in my life, a point in my life what, uh, what was tough. Uh, but again, like I think I've mentioned to you before, like an experience, and I've, I've took like a lot of positives out of it, even though it was hard, and it was like it was absolutely horrible, you know. And by the way, when I say this, you know, I'm nowhere near like bloody like say cured of it, you know. I'm I'm using certain techniques, you know, through my day to day life. To, to try and keep away from where I've been, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, I've I've mentioned to you before when uh, I don't know, I was just busy with work. Blinkers on, Nick. We're, we're all like it out with you. The blinkers on, you just tunnel vision, looking what's in front of you, just getting on with your life. You know, sometimes it's busy, sometimes it's not that busy. You know, sometimes life gets on your back a little bit, this, that, the other. And I was just, I was wading through it, and all of a sudden, it, it, it didn't hit me like a ton of bricks, but it was like it creeped in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it, it was like it was like a fog. That's all I can explain. It's like a fog, and it just got thicker and thicker and thicker. And I thought, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with me? You know, but at the same time, I'm bumping into people who I know, and they're like, are you all right, Wayne? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you all right? Having a bit of a laugh and a joke, and, you know, ah, it's Wayne, you know, same old Wayne, who loves a laugh, you know, and all that type of stuff. But really, in my head, I was, I was bloody struggling. You know, I was just like, Jesus Christ, what is it? I can't check it up. But telling myself... You know, that old school mentality, oh, it'll be all right. It'll be right. You know, it'll be right or whatever you say, you know. And, uh, yeah, I was on the way to a job one day. Uh, still still struggling with, like, I mean, I, I've always had a bit of anxiety. I've always had it, but not to the extreme of that. Now, that, I, I was waking up in the morning, like, you know, like checking a little bit, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you're in need of a coffee or in need of something. Yeah, yeah. But just feeling like in my chest, like a, just an horrible, horrible feeling, you know, like a, like a, like a, a weight on your chest and just, and that's like first thing in the morning. But again, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. You know, just get out of bed, get going and get going to work. It'll be all right. But yeah, the, this one particular day on the way to a job and it was just outside of Beverly and I, I just don't know what, what the hell happened, but I had to pull over. And like I said, full hour solid, head in my hands. I was late for the job, managed to compose myself a little bit. It'll be all right. Goes into the job and, you know, I just had to have like regular breaks. It, you know, without like letting on to the customer, what I was actually going through, you know, again, they don't want to weigh my problems. All they're bothered about is what, what work I'm doing at theirs, you know, which, you know, really, how the hell would I know, you know, for all I know, they could turn around and say, hey, and have that chat, what kind of like, I used to, again, I used to look at it as like a, a bit of a tap and use turn that tap and just let off a little bit of, you know, them, them emotions, it, it kind of like a little bit of a release. Uh, but yeah, I was going through it like that. And, you know, Facebook, I used to go on Facebook and I used to see all these, uh, and I'm not mocking these posts, but I used to see all these posts of people where they, where it says something like, uh, my door's always open, my kettle's on, uh, if you need to chat. And I, I just used to think to myself, like, you know, if, if only if it was that simple, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know for a fact, friends, family, everybody else who listens to this, don't think, oh my God, you're an idiot. You should have spoke to me. You should have done this. You should have done that. And yeah, I agree. I should have done, but I couldn't. That is the problem. I couldn't do it. 
I could not speak to anybody. And it, it sounds ash because obviously, you know, all your nearest and dearest and your loved ones, I know that I can speak to them about anything. You know, any issues whatsoever, I know that I can, but I just didn't. And I don't, I still don't know why I didn't. You know, I just wasn't ready to, to uh, disclose any of that, uh, them issues or feelings what I had at the time, you know. So as time went on, I was just mustering through it. As us blokes do, you know, we just we just crack on, and weeks and weeks went past and all that type of stuff. And I was just telling myself to pull pull myself together, this that and the other. Anyway, push come to shove. And uh, obviously, my wife, Lindsay, she she started noticing things, you know. And obviously, you know, you, you whoever's going through these issues, you know, the husband, wife, or whatever, you live with them twenty four seven, and they know, you know, it's like if if my wife does, she's got some on my hand, you see a, a shift in the mood, and obviously, rightly so, you question it. You know, and she every now and then she kept saying, "You're all right. Are you sure you're all right?" Just look real deflated, like the world's on your shoulders. But same again, batting her away. No, I'm fine. No, you know. And then uh, in the end, I, I just, I just said to her, "I said, look, there is something wrong, but it seems daft, and this conversation seems pointless because I can't tell you what's wrong. Uh, it's just anxiety." but it's like extreme and it's depression and it's just, I don't feel right. I just don't feel right whatsoever. And with me, I thought it was, was it, is it work? Like, am I setting my, the bar too high? And am I trying to go beyond that and just keep, and I was like questioning myself all the time, like, what do they think of my work? Do they really think that, even though they said that it's brilliant, it's outstanding, and they've left loads of reviews and they've paid me, you know, I'm still thinking, yeah, but is that just, you know, ASA? What are they really thinking? And I'd like analyse it too much. Overthinking to the extent, Nick, where I won't even get to sleep. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I'm 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 just going like this. So yeah, Lindsay, she she was uh, she was a massive help. Like she's just amazing, and you know she she helped me through quite a lot of stuff and the kids as well. Like I always class uh, the people what helped me or what helped me through it. They don't even realise they helped me through it, and they're the. Uh, the heroes, and they don't even know that the heroes. Like, you know, I'm not going to start mentioning names, but there was a, a a lass at the time when we used to go to school with, and I don't know if it was like through Instagram or whatever. And I put some like a story on, or you know, shared it. You know that I like my music and all that. Type yeah, of stuff. yeah. Some of and uh, she commented on on this post what was put on, and then just got talking and said, uh, "Oh yeah, how are you?" And this, that, and the other. And I kind of just put it out there to her. And then, lo and behold, she 
has been going through a bit of a tough, tough time. And I kind of related, and, you know, she like pointed us in the right direction with certain things. And yeah, she she's one of them little heroes who she doesn't know what she's done, but she, whatever she did or whatever she said, but bloody hell, it, it took a chunk off Nick. You know what I mean? It yeah. took a slab off. And like down at the, on the football pitch, you know, uh, same as uh, one of the coaches uh, mentioning no names, Mr. Kirby. But you know, just talking, talking with him and yourself as well, Nick, and you know, a cluster of others. It's it takes a slab off, and they don't even know that they've done it, and that's the beauty of it, you know. Whereas if I said, I don't know, if I went up to somebody and said, look, I'm suffering from this, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. A lot of people think, you know, straight away, mental health, suicide, you know, extreme, you know what I mean? Or it can go the other way and they can think, Jesus Christ, is he weird? Is he going to do something crazy and, you know, totally out there? What's going to embarrass me or whatever? You know what I mean? So when you, when you say to somebody, like, oh, this is, it, it becomes a little bit, like, uh, official, and it can be, like, like, not, not, not a normal environment, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, it can be, like, a little bit of a, you know, you, you sat down with a shrink then, and you feel analysed, <laughs> and it's not... It's not what I wanted. I didn't want to be laid on a couch with somebody saying, so, you know, your childhood and all that. Like, nothing wrong with my childhood. I, I had a per- perfectly great upbringing, you know what I mean? So it's it works for different people. And I just didn't want any of that. I didn't want, it, want anything too official or anything like that. Although I did set a date in my head to go to the doctor. I needed to, I thought to myself, if I'm not sorted by a certain date, I'm off to see a doctor. Because then it's, and when I say sorted, I don't mean like, you know, back to what what it used to be like before I had it off. Because I've always had like a little bit of anxiety. It's just got greater and greater as I've got older and older. So, I just wanted to be in control of it, not sorted. I don't think I'd ever be sorted from like anxiety or stress or depression. I think that is the norm. It's just how you can just like manage yourself to control it and not go beyond and make yourself feel worse than what you already feel. And I kind of overcut, it was a series of unfortunate, or should I say in my case, fortunate events on how I managed to get a grip, get in control and and manage it to a way how I felt like uh, comfortable with managing it and without like affecting anybody else, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I didn't want anybody to worry about me or you know where you're going where no I'm just going to go for a walk over the under bridge 
bloody hell, are you, are you all right? Are you, are you sure you want to go to the other bridge? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, talking to Lindsay was like the first step. That helped a lot. Uh, and she she knows me. And if people keep coming up to me and saying, you all right? You all right? You all right? I'll lose my head. I'll lose my head, Nick. I can't, I can't handle that. You know, just come up to me and say, all right, when? That'll do me. You know, you don't need to pussyfoot around us type of thing. You know, yeah, it's each yeah. to the It's my, my personal thing. I, I, don't, I don't like, you know, being waited on and it's not going to come about. So, yeah, over the Christmas period, I was proper, I'm not going to lie, I had a crap Christmas. It was crap. I loved watching the kids with the presents and all that type of stuff. I loved having family round. This was pre-COVID, by the way. People banging on my door saying that I'm a spreader or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I loved having my family round. All that was great, but Obviously, inside, I was having a really, really crap time, you know. Uh, a lot of people I speak to now, they say, you know, what, what do you do with, uh, like, drink, alcohol and that over the Christmas period when you felt like that? I love a drink, Nick. <laughs> I do love a drink. But drink didn't, it, it doesn't help me if I'm in a wrong frame of mind and I just can't do it. So over the Christmas period, feeling like that, I had one or two, but it, all it was was a mask. You know, I'm having a good time, can in his hand. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was rubbish Christmas. One of the, in fact, it is the worst Christmas I've ever had, to be honest. Uh, after that, obviously regular speaks with, with Lindsay and you know, getting getting things off my chest and and it'd be really tiny things, Nick. Like real you know, the stuff wasn't even like worth mentioning. It's just you know, it was more than it was just like a, a vent off rather than you know, getting down to some nitty gritty stuff like deep within my head. It was just like a vent off, but that helped, you know. It could be something really stupid, like just been to bloody Morrison's. There was this guy with a bald head and a massive beard, holding, <laughs> holding, up, <laughs> holding up the queue, packing loads of bloody iceberg lettuce. What's all that about? You know, something just real stupid like that. I was going to say, mate, it wouldn't have been me then because I don't eat lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, this is how my man works. It's, it's the thing, first thing that comes into my head, iceberg. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just just like little minor things, you know, venting off like stupid things like that. And like half time, Lindsay would probably think, what are you on about? Or she didn't even listen. But to me, it was like off my chest. You know, bearing in mind, I've worked on my own now for what years. And sometimes that can drive you crackers. If you're on a job, like, you know, seven, eight hours a day. Sometimes three, if I can help it, Nick. Uh, Secret safe way. You, you know, you, you, you've got your own man, and sometimes it can, it can send you bloody loopy. Sometimes, you know, 
half the time I'm, I'm thinking about like Coronation Street and EastEnders. You know what I mean? It's like, what? So, but anyway, so coming over to, into the new year, into January, 2020, it must have been, no, it must have been. Yeah, it would have been 2020, wouldn't it? No, I don't think it was. I thought it was 2019 Christmas when I when I felt like I did. I 28 know. was it 2018 Christmas? It must have been 2018 into 2019. Yeah, because uh, bloody hell, I'm glad it was before COVID. To be honest, because uh, if I felt like that the way I did, and obviously you know with COVID and that, Jesus Christ, it's it's just added in it for anybody. You know, and so I'm very fortunate that it did happen before any of this like kicked off, really. Uh, so I had in mind, Nick, February to go to the doctors and just I didn't even know what I was going to say. Like, can I book an appointment with a, with a doctor? And I just felt as though like I was going to be wasting the time. I was being silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had February in mind, and then I booked a, a job in straight after Christmas. It's like the second week in Jan, and it was just a, a small little job, and I felt I felt a bit rough again, like real, like my head was all over the shop. And uh, I get to this house, and the lady who I organised the work with. She wasn't there. She was at work. And her husband was there. And uh, he introduced himself. Obviously, I introduced myself. And I was there. It should have been about two, three hours work. Long story short, I was there for like nearly six hours. Because he just said to me, he said, are you all right, mate? You know, going back to these heroes again who don't even know the heroes. And I turned round and I, I just thought to myself, tell him. And I said, do you know what? No, I'm not. And that was it. I was there for ages. And we were just, we were just talking, talking, talking. And uh, he says, I've got something for you before you leave. And he gave me this book. Uh, it's not here, it's upstairs. It must be upstairs. And uh, I get home and I felt absolutely brilliant that I had this chat with him. And I get home and I said to Lindsay, I said, you know, I told her the story and I said, bloody hell, yeah, they don't, who'd have thought that like? It, it's like, it's mad that I've just landed on this bloke's doorstep and, and like told him, you know, what's what. And he, he's, he can relate to it and, and I think, I don't know what his title is, his job, but it, it's something to do with uh, mental health, Nick. And uh, so obviously, he, know, he knows the crack, you know, and he made, he made a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, he just like kind of oaxed me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Carry on talking and talking and talking. Like, it, like I say, Still not deep stuff, not, you know, not like 
any traumatising experiences I've had or whatever, you know. And he said to me, he said, what it sounds like to me is that it's just everyday life and it's just built up, built up, built up, and you just can't process it right. You know, you have got no outlet. You, you've got nowhere to, to, to put all this, like, stuff, what's floating about in your head. So this book, what he given me, I can't remember the name of it or who wrote it, but it's basically, uh, in a nutshell, how to, like, uh, kind of declutter your head, your thoughts, what, what you've got going up there, going on up there. And and, and uh, I, I just started reading it, and I was, like, reading it on dinner breaks and stuff like that. And it was, like, it, it felt silly because it felt as though I subconsciously wrote it, you know, because I could relate to it that much. And it bloody helped us. And basically, it's just teaching you how to not give a fuck. Pardon my French. Uh, and I think I think even that's the title of the the book. To be honest, pretty certain it is. But basically, like you know. During the day now, I mean, I've got, I've got a diary for work. What I put my jobs into. But I've been using my calendar on my phone. And everything, every single thing gets booked into it. Even this podcast at six o'clock. <laughs> and I put seven o'clock. <laughs> but everything gets booked into it. Now, this is me personally, you know, talking about my experience of what what I did to like overcome that extreme anxiety and uh, to me putting all that in the in the diary it just freed my head up you know instead of thinking right one day I've got training but that's later on right before that I need to go to go here I need to pop there I need to go suppliers, I need this, I need that, I've got pricing up to do, and, you know, having all that just floating around and trying to, trying to do it all on a whim, it just didn't work, but like I said, I, just used, I used to use a diary anyway, but this was more, more detailed calendar, if you know what I mean, and it, it just took a lot of weight off my shoulders, setting reminders, setting this, setting that, timers, everything I, I use it all and it, it just frees me up no end uh the anxiety side of it i still like i say, i still get it now uh funny enough it, i was flapping a little bit today this uh this diet training regime thing what I've, uh, what i've took on same again over nothing nick but i'm thinking Oh yeah, I need to drink water. I need to drink water. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I'm my own worst enemy, you know. So now when I get to that point, oh, I must remember to do this. I must remember to do this. I just sit there in my van and think, right, like assess myself. What happens if I don't drink that bloody glass of water? You know, what's the worst thing what's going to happen? 
Are you going to die? No. Are you going to lose any money? No. Is your kid safe? Yeah. You know what I mean? You just like ping all these stuff off. So why are you thinking about drinking that glass of water at this certain amount, you know, at this precise time? You know, cut off what you're doing, then drink the bloody water. Stop thinking about it. You know, and it, I've been slowly doing that each day. I've been waking up in the morning. This is from like speaking to that chap and obviously reading the uh, reading the book. Been waking up in the morning. Well, while I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, I think right then, what am I going to do today? I'm going to get in my van. I'm going to go to my supplies. Pick up what I need. I'm going to drive there. So the finest details, like I'm going to drive there. I'm going to listen to a bit of radio. Sing a song to the radio. You know what I mean? Just positive, like, just try positive thinking. And for me, it's worked a lot, hell of a lot. Don't get me wrong, I still have them days, like everybody else does, where sometimes you wake up in the morning and you just think, no, can't be asked, not getting out of bed at all. Close them blinds, close that door, <laughs> you know, put bits of timber across the door, nail it shut. Because uh, that's how I felt like before. I just could not physically get out of bed some days. Or well, not that I didn't want to. I just couldn't do it. It was just I just couldn't. It was just like freaking hell. And eventually I did. But then when I used to get up, obviously it would have been later and things needed to be done and I just didn't set myself up for a good start to the day, you know? So again, doing that, getting up a little bit earlier in the morning and while I'm brushing my teeth, like setting out and planning, telling myself that I'm going to have a good day and sticking to my, uh, my diary and what I've planned, it works for me. It really does work for me. I still need them chats with people, though. You know, with like obviously my, my wife and you know family. I speak to them about this now. <clears throat> or I've told them what I went through. Like the exact same reaction what I expected was like, freaking hell, you'd have so why didn't you tell us? But I just couldn't. I couldn't tell them. I didn't want to burden my family with my problems and you know that. I used to see it as like everybody's got their own problems, you know, and that is right to a to a degree, but it's just good. It just it's just nice to be nice, and it's made me realise now that when I'm walking down the street, you know, and see a certain individual, you just don't know what's going on in the red. Yep. You know, you, you, you just haven't got a clue what that person is going through. And one little thing, or saying one little thing to that person while they're going through a, a crap patch, it's, you know what I mean? It's It can destroy their world in like seconds, you know? So that that's the, that's the thing that it's taught me. Uh, just... Just be nice to people. 
some people some people don't you know they, they don't deserve it but you just eliminate yourself away from that <clears throat> yeah and just look after the people around you and you know just do just do nice things you know just just little things you know everybody you know people down my street and stuff like that you, morning you know there's not enough of the enough of mornings nowadays, is they? You know what no. I mean? No, but, you know, people, people. You know, you look at somebody, or if somebody looks at you, well, like, like I said, oh, morning, like that, and then you get, oh, morning, you know. But sometimes you look at someone and just like look at you and frown, you know, like what you're looking at type of thing. You know, it's kind of like dying out. <laughs> I might try and bring back the morning. <laughs> Like uh, and, and push it on to like all the younguns what are you know coming through into you know the younger generation. But uh, yeah, so that, yeah, that's that's kind of like my that was kind of like my uh, experience with it all. Uh, but like I said, the, the the anxieties, yeah, still float about, and if I let it, it can it could come back with a vengeance as well. Thing is, is there's so many things that you said there that I that I can kind of identify with. I mean, when when you say about you know you don't want to you don't want to tell you 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 want to tell your you know your your family you want them to know what you're going through, but at the same time you don't want to burn them because and you don't even want to tell other people because there's always this sense of like you say. They've got things going on. They've got their own problems. Don't want to hear about my problems. Or I don't want them worried about me. They might have worries of their own. So it ends up becoming one of those where you sort of detract from it all. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was actually admitting that I was uh, that I had depression. It was definitely... You know, it was almost one of them words that I was scared of. It was like yeah. I didn't, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to wear that word. I didn't, you know, I can, I can take being down, being low, but yeah, when people, you know, when I, I was in my, in my head, I was kind of going, "There's a good chance you got depression." It was almost like before I had a chance to finish that word, I'd gone, "Nope, nope, it isn't that. It's nothing to do with that." Mm -hmm. You know, you're being a, you're being an idiot. What you're doing? Don't. You know, don't be I, so daft. I kind, of, I kind of got to the point where I like said to myself, like, is this is this depression what people going about? And I thought, no, no, it can't be. How can it be? There's nothing wrong with me. You know? But obviously, it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's it's bloody horrible, and I, I still can't. If you said to me now, like, what's you know what? What does it feel like? You just can't. You cannot. You can't explain it. You just cannot explain it. Oh, it's one of them where, unless you've actually been through it, you just you you can't you can't explain how it feels. You can you can give a sense of give a sense of how it feels, but it's almost like even that doesn't do it justice for for how no. bad it can be. It's, you know. it's just an horrible, horrible, dark, 
pit. It's just, and no matter how much you claw the sides to try and get out, it's like wet mud clawing out of it. You're just slipping mm. and slipping. It's like digging a hole, isn't it? And you think, oh, I'll dig a bit deeper, I'll be able to get out. It's... You know, I, I can, I, like I say, Nick, you, you know, I've took a massive plus from it, like a massive plus, because I, I'm using that now to, like, to like identify, you know, with, with people. Like, when I say that, I, I don't mean, like, go out on the street and look at people. Yeah, he's, you know, he needs a good talking tool. Let's get him through it, you know. So sling him a diary, you'd say, you fill that in for your next day, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, it's it's like a, it's like when I speak to people and the, the kind of like did what I did and pussyfoot around the outside, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm just feeling a little bit crap. Ah, I'll be all right. You know, stuff like that. It's like, rather than go, oh yeah, I won't go there then. That's your business. I just say, why, what's up with you? What's wrong? Oh, a little bit of a crack time at work. Why? What, you know, is it, can it be controlled? No, not really. Uh, you know, just a few problems in that. Well, if you can't control it, you can't do nothing about it. Uh, only control the controllables. The uncontrollables, you may as well forget about them. Obviously, anything to do with work and it and it and it's that bad you know like what's causing you mental health problems you know there's certain there's certain channel channels what you can go down and you know to seek out advice and you know but it if it ever got that bad I mean, the last job I was in, that that kind of added to it, but probably with me, I'd subconsciously, I just didn't know at the time. You know what I mean? So maybe, maybe with me, that that might have been a big, a big load onto there, and I've just carried that still for a bit and. You know, something else got stuck to me, and yeah. something else, and then all of a sudden, it's like, uh, is it me, myself, and Harry? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he he kicks off in a supermarket. No, there's only so much. I mean, your brain is like a, it's a bloody amazing thing, isn't it? And there's only so much weight it can carry before it goes right. I have had enough. Sort it out. You know, and uh, it just it just depends on, on what works for you. I've heard, I've spoke to, and I've heard quite a lot of people say, you know, a lot of the things what I've said to people, you know, I'm quite fortunate that you can relate to it, Nick. You know, but to somebody else, it might not. It might be completely the opposite to to what I've said. You know, but I can. And I do now know, and I do now understand what the feeling is. Yeah. And that is like, it, that's, a, that's a massive, that's the thing, that's it. That's a big thing, to know that what that feeling's like. Because I don't know personally what you're going through and what you're fighting, but I know why you're fighting. 
it's because of that. Yeah, yeah. You know. So yeah, I, I, I just I wish that I could say, look, what you need to do is you do this step, this step, and this step, and keep doing it, and you'll be you'll be writers rain in a in a couple of weeks. You know, I'd love to be able to say that, but it's you've you've got your own fight on your hands. Each individual's got their own fight. It it was actually like like I've said, I said to Lindsay just before. Yeah, we started, said like, I think the beauty of doing these podcasts and meeting so many different people is that, like you say, you all share that you know what that feeling is like and you can all kind of sympathise with each other that, yeah, I felt like this, I felt like that, but no two stories of how you've got to that point or where you've gone with it are the same. And I think that's the beauty of it because it's like, everybody's story is so individual. Yeah. You know, like you say, you had your way, you went through it and you, you know, like you say, you still probably, it might not be the last time it raised its ugly head. It might come back. It might come back with a vengeance. But you found a way to, you know, you found a way to, to, to control it. You found a way to actually put you back in control of that not that take control of you so you've had it you've found a a good a good coping mechanism which allows you to live your life at the moment and kind of go for it daily thinking do you know what i'm in control of this whereas yeah, other, other people might not actually it like you say or some people might go there's no way that diary is going to work for me and what works for you might not work for someone else but exactly yeah it's it's about trying I mean, like I said, Nick, it was, I was just fortunate that, you know, it all happened as it did for me. You know, like it wasn't like one week I spoke to this person, next week I spoke to that, then I come across that customer and give me this magical book. You know, it didn't happen in in that tight space of time. It happened over a, a, a string of weeks, but... Yeah, I managed to I managed to feel a lot better. Uh, I did manage to feel a lot better, and I did think like I don't really need to go and see like uh, a doctor or seek seek professional help with it. But I did promise myself if it did if it did come back again, like it did, there weren't going to be any. Date, setting dates or all like that. It was going to be phones getting picked up, and that's it. I need, I need help because I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. Uh, just the thought of like going through that bad spell, and it's still, you know what I mean. It, it's weird. It's like a kind of like muscle memory as well, because when it comes up to Christmas now, you know when when you're supposed to be enjoying yourself for Christmas, I always revert back to that crap Christmas. You know what I mean? I always think, like, instead of enjoying the moment, I always think to myself, oh, my God, remember that Christmas? And I think, why are you doing it? You know, don't just look in front of you and forward. Don't look over your shoulder. Because you you kind of torture yourself. And I think that's that's what it is, isn't it? It's kind of like self-mental torture. You know, the thing is, 
like everybody, like you say, everybody has their own. They'll have their own way of dealing with things. They'll have their own way of mm. of kind of of noticing like when them things are starting to get too much. But you know, um, even down to when you talked about how people perceive you as well. So like you said, like you went to you've been to your jobs and they've left you a good review, they've paid you the money, they've said, Oh, fantastic job, well done. You walk away going, I bet that's not what they really think. Or I bet I bet they're lying. I bet I bet they're just saying that to my face, but they probably think something completely different. I have had exactly the same for so long. I have I've kind of done stuff a certain way to almost please uh, please people because I'm almost so scared that they're going to think less of me or they're going to think that I'm a failure or that I'm not, you know. It's like, so say, for example, all the things with the football, and this came up yesterday as well. So, like, when I won that coach of the year... All right, stop rubbing it in. I know. But, <laughs> but you know, when I say, when I won it, People were like, you know, you're so deserving. You've so, you know, in my mind, even now, I go, you didn't deserve that. You didn't deserve that because you didn't do enough. And and honestly, that is the conversation I have with myself so much. Is that I always, even when I accepted the award and stuff, I and I look at it sometimes and I go, wow, this is what an achievement. But then there's always this little thing at the back of my head going. Oh, you didn't deserve that, mate. There's loads of people better than you. Oh, mate. And that, and that, and, but that is kind of like this, like as you say, it that is. battle that you go that you go through all the time. And like you say, when it you is. set them standards, which are quite, you know, are you oh, setting them standards that are too high? I always do it. Always do it for myself, and it, it drives me mad. But on the flip side to it, it drives my business. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's a, you know, there's a, a good thing what comes out of it, but it does drive me crackers. It really does, and like just second guessing me, myself, it just like you know, give yourself a break, a break, you know. Sometimes I wish that I didn't like give much of a shit as, as I do sometimes, but you've just got to kind of like accept that, you know, you are who you are, and. Again, reverting to that book and obviously the title, not to give a damn too much. Like, this is me. I've done that. I think it's my best. Deal with it. You know what I mean? And it is hard to say that. It is really hard to say that. And that's how, when I do, like, work, when I complete a job, like, sometimes... I find it hard to break away from the job because I think, bloody hell, can I do that a little bit better? Can I do this a little bit better? <clears throat> you know? And, uh, yeah, sometimes I do, I, I've got to have a cut-off and then shut the door, lock up, post the key, or give it back to the customer, wait by to the customer or whatever. And then I just try and shut that job out then. Concentrate onto the next one. You know, let that one go. It's done. It's history. Gone. Next job. You know, and I'm, I'm. This is what I'm 
coaching myself to do. You know what I mean? And it, it works with everything, not just work. You know, when I'm coaching the kids, football. You know, at the end of the day, I want them to, to enjoy the football, have fun, no end of fun with the little pals, and that'll do me. If I see them walking off the pitch with a, a beaming smile on their face and see a little word, you know, you think, yes, job done. Sometimes, and it's not the, it's not the kids' fault, I'm not blaming them, do you know what I mean? It's his fault. But sometimes when a, when a kid, like, walks off, uh, I don't know, you know, for whatever reason, they missed a shot or, you know, they didn't score that with a penalty or whatever. You know what kids are like. They make it, like, a big thing, don't they? But if they walk off because they're a little bit bumpy and they're, they're, like, down in the dumps a bit, that's when I question myself again. Like, oh, God, did I say something wrong to him? I hope I didn't upset him. Is his mum and dad all right? So rather than dwell on it, now I just send a text message to the parents. Oh, his son's all right. You know, I just noticed that he... And it's, oh, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Bloody hell, he wanted fish fingers for tea, but he's, he's got chicken nuggets. And then, then, that's for my peace of mind. He's okay. It was over some at what I never even thought it was over. Move on. You know? But sometimes, especially when I was younger, I used to, like, dwell on things like that. And I never used to think outside the box and think, hold on a minute, just text or just ask and see, you know, to that person who I thought there was a little bit of conflict with or I've done something wrong with them. Like, oh, was it, was it something I've done wrong then? Or, you know, because nine times out of ten, they will turn around and say, oh, no, that's what you've done wrong, mate. They all don't think that. But you're just thinking that you've done something wrong to offend them or... You know what I mean? You've just made some kind of pony story up in your head. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Sometimes you, you just need to you just need to do that little bit of work just to get to the, the fact so you can cross it off <laughs> and, and, and move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've learned to over the years I've learned to, to do that. You know, you can approach people in different ways. The old school ways, hey, what have I done to you? You know, but that's no good to kick off a conversation, is it? No, no, it's definitely an icebreaker, is it? You know what I mean? And I've learned that. So what you do is, you, you know, you, you, you go around the other way about it and say, oh, look, sorry about that earlier on. I didn't mean to upset you. And like I said, nine times out of ten, well, no, you aren't, Wayne. Bloody hell. I stood in dog shit earlier on, you know, that's what pissed me off, you know. <laughs> some some stupid, but in that mind, I'm thinking, bloody hell, I'm really upsetting. So, it, mate, it's, it's strange how the mind works, and Jesus Christ, if there was a, a textbook explaining the mind and how to control the mind, you won't even see the first page because it'd, it'd be past the moon, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, there's, there's that much stuff going around in there. But I think everybody just needs to do what they need to do. And, you know, don't you don't need to push yourself well out of your comfort zone, but I think you do need to push yourself 
a little bit and just break them barriers a little bit. Yeah, you know? definitely, mate. Yeah. And I think you I think you will seek the answers for whatever's going on in your head. You know, and I you know, you don't need to tell anybody your business. Not all of it if you don't want, but if you just give them some it, you'll be surprised that a lot of people can relate to it. Uh, few people I've told, few friends and that kind of like shone, shone away from it, which is fine because not a lot of people can deal with like situations or conversations like that. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't want to speak about it, like I said earlier on. You know, sometimes I think it just depends what frame of mind you're in at the time, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, whether you want to talk about it or not. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's it's manageable with me. Uh, like I say, I do get, I still do get quite a few flaps. I call them flaps uh, of anxiety sometimes. But it's not like brown paper bag job, you know. It's it's like right, sit your ass down in the van, just have a bloody breather. Because you're going that way again. You know what I mean? I've just bought uh I don't know if you've read it, Nick, Tyson Fury's book. Yeah, I have. I'll tell you what, that is some read. It is a really, really, really good read, honestly. Really good read. Yeah, well, I've got I'm trying to I'm trying to read a lot more. But like I said, I keep jumping onto bloody seasons and series and all that type of stuff, and I need to knock it on the head. Do you know what? But I yeah, down, I downloaded I downloaded Fury's book on audio, audio book. Because I'm the same. I'll, I'll sometimes go, yeah, I'm going to read a book, and I'll get like halfway through, and I just, I can't, I haven't got the, atten- like, the attention span to do it. I just be like, oh, I'll do, I'll read it tomorrow. Never read it. So like the beauty of the audio book is I could just put it on while I'm doing the tea, have my headphones in, eat yeah. finger, and I actually took. Let's say it's a really, really interesting, interesting read. It really, really is. Might be good for me to do that actually, you know, rather than just li- listening to the same old radio stations at work. I could actually listen to audio books. But uh, my missus, she always says to me, like, we've got loads of books talking about all over the place on like shelves and stuff like that. And Lindsay's just started getting back into uh, reading the odd book, and but she blasts through them a couple of days to done, you know. And uh, yeah, I was kind of laughing. Uh, couple of weeks ago because she said every one of your books I pick up there's always a bookmark and it's like stuck on page 16 (laughs) (laughs) I could never get past page 16 (laughs) I feel as though like oh yeah I've done my bit of reading for the year you know but no I'm definitely I have bought that and I am gonna I am gonna have a read on it because I've heard quite a lot of people say now uh, have a read of it because it, it is good it's a good yeah a it's good. It, it's a really interesting read you kind of get to know a bit about where we've been with stuff but yeah it's a great book really good book Matt. well Wayne I'm gonna and we'll call that a thingy for tonight I think I say I want to thank you mate honestly for coming on it's really really hey, really no appreciated not a problem mate absolute no problem whatsoever it's been uh, it's been good every now and then I do like to you know, just talk about it a bit 
more like I say, my, my sister and my mum, they didn't they didn't know now about it up until what? Maybe around about Christmas time when I told them. Yeah. Know, there was like, what? You're joking, aren't you? I don't ever go through like out like that again, you know, without without uh you know talking to us about it and stuff like that. But you know, it, it is what it is. It's it's the road what I wanted to go about it and you know, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. No, as I say, it's as I said, just really appreciate you coming on and sharing. I know, I know we we've talked, you know, before, but as I say, it, it it's it's a great thing to kind of come on and and share it with us, Wayne. So massive thanks, Matt. Uh, to every to everyone else, uh, I will uh, see you all on the next podcast.